Hey, hey, it's Jason. Our next Rated RPG live stream is scheduled for Friday, November 4th. And then, if we survive that, our finale, Descent into Avernus live stream, is scheduled for Friday, December 9th. We hope you can join us for both of them. The link to the live stream is at our website, ratedrpgpodcast.com. In the meantime, we have to acknowledge that our audio quality for this podcast episode and the next couple might be a little bit different. But we are addressing those audio issues in advance of our November 4th live stream. Thanks in large part to Chris Fail, our one and only Friend of Lulu tier member in Patreon. Thank you, Chris. I hope you all have a friend like Chris who can help you out when you get in a pinch or a bind. Uh, thank you as well to Turtle and Crow, the single member of Race's Little Roasters. Turtle and Crow is creating and sending us a really cool 3D printed relic that we will use in our next adventure, the Valley of Green Gold. Uh, we want to thank our level 15 bards at $15 a month. They are Weary Traveler, Super Justin 64, Ronald Remus, Random.Guy, John W. Mangrum, and Alex Shermerhorn. We're rotating our level 15 bards, so if you're a level 15 bard and I didn't mention you, we love you and we'll mention your name in the next episode of the podcast. We also love our rations and adventuring gear supporters at $5 a month. Danny Bell, Addixam, Manflesh, Plasto Joe, HD Burke, Actaboy, and Tactical Willow. If you want to support Rated RPG, you can do that at our website, ratedrpgpodcast.com. The link to our Patreon account is there. And you can also buy us shots in advance of our next live stream on Friday, November 4th. That's the business. And this is episode 84. Previously on Rated RPG. We needed to get these adamantine rods, but we didn't exactly know why. See, Bell, the guy who runs Avernus, uh, used to run Avernus before Zeriel came along, he suggested that we get the rods. Uh, wink, wink, I'm not going to keep you on a hellish contract. Uh, you go get them and bring them back to me. But he didn't really want them. Instead, he just kind of gave us a hint, like, you can get those rods, and then you'll figure it out. And I guess we figured it out. We even visited uh, Tiamat to try to see if maybe Tiamat could help us distract Zeriel because we need uh, General Olanthius to uh, show us where Zeriel's sword is. We know we need that if we're going to redeem Zeriel and free Elturel. We need to distract Zeriel so we can go with General Olanthius to get the sword. And in order to do that, we have uh, plunged these uh, nine adamantine rods into the little solar insidiator, not incinerator, the solar insidiator that sits above Elturel. It was like this really dark orb, right? Yeah, like a black hole. Yeah, we put all of these rods in there and then all of a sudden it unlocked and it opened up and there was this beautiful little angel baby in there. <laughs> so yeah, so Zariel has effectively probably been alerted, probably going to come at us and we have to go back to General Olanthius and get him to show us where the sword is so that when, when she comes around, we'll have a chance to actually fight and win. Is that about it? That's pretty accurate, except for the part about describing the angel baby. What you guys see as you plunge the final adamantine rod into the companion, aka Solar Insidiator, this final plunge, this final key dispels the, the massive uh, magical darkness that it was emanating. Uh, and instead it opens up like this gigantic Pokeball uh, full of light to reveal its contents. And out of this massive Pokeball flies this humongous 
angel. It's it's got this uh like a 20 foot wingspan on these feathery white wings, but his skin is green. He looks very much like humanoid, just larger and more perfect. Uh he's got a bald head, golden wristbands, and wields a massive sword. And as far as what his legs look like, you imagine they're pretty muscular and sexy and probably hairless like the rest of his body. Uh, and he emerges from this companion and looks down upon you with a smile and says in common, Who art thou who have freed me? After so many years. Hey, buddy, this is the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. And how long have you been your your egg, so to speak? <laughs> what, what's the last thing you remember? <laughs> I am not entirely sure how long I have been trapped here. I was captured by Zeriel and forced by Bell into this prison. Uh, this was shortly after the great crusade that Zeriel led. Ah, pray tell, how long has it been? And then I look at the other guys, like, Columbjack, you are aware of numbers and wars. How long would you estimate? <laughs> and he is dumbfounded, so then I look at the Bible like, you're the, you're the smart one? I'm, I know a lot of stuff, and uh, I'm very smart. Um, I just uh, ask me anything. Bra okay. Hold on, hold on. Brad has managed to mute himself somehow. Whenever your Globjeg talks, the uh, Discord probably thinks you're uh, burping or something. <laughs> just repeat what you said because we couldn't hear it. I said, "Well, it's uh, you know, it's been long enough that uh, she kind of switched teams." I am aware of the fall of Zeriel. To Bobby, you can make a uh, history check. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was hoping you'd say. I made a really great check. Can you tell me about what I know? You know that it's it's only been like a hundred years or something. It's only been like a hundred years, you guys. It hasn't been uh, a millennia. I just <laughs> that uh, about right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so there you go, Mister uh, Angel. What should we call you? My name is Nacius. N a s c i u s. Nacious. Nacious. And I am in your debt. But I must admit, I have some questions. How is it that you managed to free me? Have you defeated Bell or Zeriel? Oh, not yet, but that's this is part of the plan. We've freed you so that Zeriel freaks out and comes running looking to see what happened. And while she's doing that, we're going to... You want to come with us, Nacious? We're going to go and uh, we're going to meet with General Olanthius, and he's going to show us where Zeriel's sword is. General Olanthius, I know of this name. I'm surprised he has survived. Oh, yeah, he's a survivor. <laughs> he's very pugnacious. <laughs> I found the body immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Inspiration? Come on, Emery. Where is it? <laughs> Make a, um, let's go with a. Uh, religion check? About right the high me? five? Oh, I thought you wanted the religion check, the high five. Sorry. Oh. I was... <laughs> this is an unrelated religion check. <laughs> oh, yeah, I nailed it. So you got a 20 on religion? I mean, nobody that... else rolled. Everybody else could roll if they want. Actually, Ooh. is not quite good enough for this check. Uh-oh. Yeah. I got an eight. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. Are you sure? Don't worry, Clubjack is a religious guy. 
Bubcheck's got it. Uh huh. You can't hear him, but he's thinking of rolling. He can still roll. <laughs> I imagine that that Glubjeg is in a trance state, <laughs> and that his his like he has a a, di- a monologue, an internal monologue that he can hear, and he really wants to talk to us, but he can't. Do you know what happened? Storm finally struck back through Glubjag, and this is yeah. just a storm battle. It's a storm-fueled fugue state. <laughs> do we do we know for sure that he even has a built-in mic on his laptop? He just assumed. yeah, he's used it, but he used it okay. last time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just uh, you know. <laughs> oh, there goes the roll. What did he get? We get oh, oh. Uh, mm. I'm gonna go ahead and give this to him because this is dealing with a uh, like a planar creature, and oh. with his background, that gives him advantage. So he got a natural 20 with advantage, but it's still only a minus one. So this is a check to know what this creature is. And it is a very powerful and very rare planar creature. Uh, so the DC of it is is fairly high, and none of you guys actually reached it. With that history roll, though, you would have gotten it, but not with that religion. Uh, but... Ah. Not a huge deal. You can clearly tell it's an angel of some kind. You're not afraid that it's just going to start chopping you down and stuff, unless some of you guys are evil at heart. And can I can I say to him, "Are you angel?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you get an, angel. You get an inspiration for that. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Making uh, Tenacious D references I'm, is a pretty I'm good I'm going to give my inspiration to Aaron because I thought his joke was funnier than mine. Oh! In your face! Um, <laughs> Our friendship! I will take it. I think I'm just immune to Aaron's jokes at this point. You know what I mean? It could be. It <laughs> must yep. be what it he is. He no longer recognizes brilliance. Yeah, he's gate. He's gatekeeping you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it, it, it looks uh, at you guys, as you mentioned, General Alanthius, and uh, and you sort of are dancing around the subject. So he looks uh, like directly at Hamstone. He sees your holy symbol. Uh, I keep my holy symbol on my center chest plate of my tight, <clears throat> tight armor. Okay. <laughs> so he, he looks uh, directly at you and says, Sir Knight, I recognize the symbol of Torm across your breast. Tell no, me. No, that's whore. Uh, whore, my bad. He says whore. <laughs> I scream, fuck Torm forever, and I plunge my glaive into his abdomen. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, it was a brain fart, but I, I see the holy symbol of whore across your breast. Tell me, does Olenthius yet live? Well, he does, because... As all devils are a means to an end. He looks at you and says, I am a planetar. I know when I am being lied to. Well, what do you mean by live? I thought you meant like he's still kind of stomping around. He's not. I don't think he's alive. I think he's undead is the deal. But does he still exist? Like, have I? did I kill him? No, I didn't kill him yet. He sighs and... Oh. There goes Brad. I guess he's deciding to uh, to restart. That might actually be a good idea. Actually, yeah, coming, getting out of Discord and coming back in might fix the problem. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> didn't fix it. How? What is happening? Oh, you didn't leave completely. Try leaving completely. Okay. Try restarting your computer. That should do it. You should try starting a different campaign, Brad. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
so this planetar whose name is Nacius, he he kind of looks uh, at you with disappointment in his angelic eyes as he realizes that you know that you've you've lied to him, uh, and you get the feeling that these guys must be able to tell when someone lies to them. Well, can I ask you a question, player to DM? Yeah. What 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 did I lie about? He's not alive. He asked if he okay. is alive. I, misunder I misunderstood. Yeah, that's fair. The nature of lying also is a little bit, you know, subjective. Uh, it's, it's So it's kind of hard to be like, oh, that was definitely a lie. And it's like, you didn't actually know, okay. you know, for sure. But you were pretty okay. sure, but you didn't know for sure. I don't want to piss off the planetar on a technicality. <laughs> if I'm going to piss off the planetar, I want to do it on purpose. So yeah. it, it, it looks at you, Nacius looks at you and says, I understand that you are in a difficult situation here. Please tell me uh, and avoid any lies. What is your purpose and how can I help? Race, you want to feel this one? I think, uh, I think I can do this. Um, Mr. Nacius, depends on who you ask. Because <laughs> what is a home if not a place to bring joy and good into the world? That's how this started. We wanted to get this home after we defeated some cultists. And now we want to save this entire continent, city of Eltero, from hell and... Damn it if we're not trying to also save the lost soul of Zeriel. And then start with those as the goals, but in life it's about the journey. And on the journey, you know like when a, sto a snowball goes downhill, it's small, and then all of a sudden it picks up a little, uh, some steam, some rocks, some shit. All of a sudden that snowball is, is as big as I am, if not bigger. That is our journey right now, to save this city from hell and to save Zeriel's soul. By the way, I was going to call you Pugnacious. I'm half lame, I'm ridiculous. Mr. Nations, this is Lulu. Do you remember a Hollyfant? We have carried her without her memory. So if you want to know if we're good, we if we had any kind of deviousness in us, we would have made goddamn Hollyfant steaks ages ago because there's not a lot of good food in hell. And yet here she is. We're trying to save her memories. Save her old friend who, for the record, I never met her. She's kind of sounds like a bad guy, but I'm letting it slide because I trust my friend. And that's what our mission is. Awesome. So go ahead and make a uh, diplomacy check. I'll give you advantage for the various Which things you mentioned. Which one would you, you choose mentioned. for diplomacy? Uh, his persuasion? Persuasion. Is is, right? okay, okay. Wait, is there no diplomacy in 5th edition? I get so confused. I, I keep I don't playing all these different games. Sheet. I can either do deception or persuasion. Deception. Those are my two big ones. Persuasion. Um, yeah, so this would be a persuasion check. Ta-da! Oh, wow. 29. That's great. Okay. Nacious smiles. You guys are currently like flying in the air uh, next to this this uh, companion orb. And he starts looking down as you mention Elturel and saving it from hell. He looks back at you and says, Then your quest is one that is worthy and your hearts are good. I will aid you in this quest. But first, I need to make sure there is no residual evil amongst you, for this place can taint even the purest soul. A tear sort of like falls down from his eyes as he mentions that. And he... I, uh, I slowly, if I'm anywhere near to Bobby, I slowly just kind of creep off to the side. <laughs> Back away from Dababi. <laughs> I just got what? Uh, he casts a... Guys, he... Hey, guys, where are you going? Guys? <laughs> I just ignore him. 
I say, hey, Lulu, let's check this out. I hold my shield up. I hold my shield up immediately. Oh. Uh oh. Yeah, it looks like he was about to start casting a spell, but you hold your shield up. Um, and in your mind, you hear uh, Gargoth say to you, no, don't do it. I can help you. I can you help you. You can't help me, fool. You're just going, you know. Yeah, you can help me in a bad way. I, 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 I throw you out. Uh, so you hold up the shield, and uh, the the planetar says, "What is this that you present to me?" Um, this is a, a demon inside of a shield. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Let me see this evil," and uh, he casts a spell. Um, and you guys sort of see his eyes begin to glow. Many of you recognize this as being a very simple spell. It's detect good and evil. He sort of recoils as he uh, finishes casting the spell and, and looks at the shield of the hidden lord that you're holding. And a look of like disgust and anger crosses his face. Why do you have this? And what is your intention with this? Let me check. It's been a while since I got this, and I kind of don't remember why. Mr. Nacious, um, you are an ancient wise creature. Have you not had such uh, many journeys to conquer a greater evil, strange bedfellows, who you may not have been with in normal circumstances, but helped the greater good? When we first met the shield, we were in dire straits. And we never succumbed, and by we, the Bible who sat it whispering in his ear... For countless ages now, he never succumbed to temptation, to easy power. He is a good man, Genasi, and he, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. We we are not carrying evil. That just want to throw my boy some bail. Yeah. I can, I would also like to to point out that um we rescued this unicorn. And um, I never rescued the demon inside the shield. Uh, I was simply using him to like. Uh, Ray said, uh, protect myself and do good deeds. Um, although I may have some sort of a deal with this guy, I can't remember at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you hear, um, in your mind, Gargoth speaking and saying, Yes, yes, you cannot, you cannot g give up on our deal. You made a deal with me, mortal. You must protect me. I rolled a couple dice here, guys. Gargoth um, is frantically uh, telling you that uh, you have a contract with him um, and that you are not allowed to uh, basically break that contract or else there will be some dire uh, repercussions. Yeah, but Gargoth, think about this, man. He's got, He's going to detect you. He knows he's going to know that, that you're evil. Yes, but you must protect me. Do not let him harm me in any way. Well, how do you expect me to fight a giant angel man? I can't kill this guy. He will listen to you. Convince him that you need me because you do. Um, do do I, we hear I, him having a fight? No, I this is all in his head. On my head. Oh, I thought he heard it in his head and he said the stuff out loud like a crazy yeah. person. <laughs> da Bobby isn't crazy. He's just uh, Da Bobby. Mad genius. Scientist yeah. vibe. Okay. Anyway, did the angel want to say more to me? This artifact of evil, it is assisting you in your quest, 
in some way? Yes, it saved us on numerous occasions. We would not even be able to be in the position that we're in to save Elturel, if not for the usefulness and protection of this shield, unfortunately. An unfortunate thing that we ended up with in our possession, but at least it didn't fall into the hands of someone uh, of, of, of nastier ways. Exactly. Think of it like we've used it as you would any weapon. In the hands of someone with malicious intent, a weapon will always do harm. But we've used this weapon only to further good. Then I suppose it would make sense to use it until you need it no longer. Yes, uh, exactly. When you do, bring it to me and I will handle it. Oh, that's fantastic. I was wondering what, what, how I was going to deal with it, so I really appreciate your kind words and your incredible, uh, fantastic understanding ways. And your wings! Did you did you do those yourself? They just... Oh, man, pristine. Uh, he ignores your <laughs> flattery uh, and says, I am but a tool for the orders of my god, and I am a tool of destruction. I can assist you in your quest, but I need to know for which job I may be best suited. You mentioned accompanying you with Olanthius, who is now undead. I, unfortunately, would be forced by my very nature to destroy him if I ever were to see him. So I will no. not be accompanying you with him. It makes total sense. Is there some other way I can be of assistance? He looks down at the uh, city of Elturel and says, This place is being dragged down into Avernus by mighty chains. Oh. I believe I could lift it back into the material realm, if but these chains were to be sundered. I am not certain I can sunder them myself. Wow, uh, hey, Bobby. Yeah? Didn't, uh, Gargoth say that he could break the chains? Uh, yeah, but he probably, then I would actually have to make some sort of deal with him. I'm not sure I have a deal with him, but I would definitely have to make a deal with him then. How about you make a deal with him, you say, like, the bargain is, like, uh, you break these chains, or I'll throw you in the river sticks. Wait, the body, didn't you make a deal with him during our whole mummy rot incident? Uh, I feel like I that would have been the only chance you would have, right? No, because I, I know, because uh, what happened was, is during the mummy rot incident, he was like, I can help you, I can do this, and I can do that, and I was just like, no way, dude, and I didn't okay. take it. <laughs> yeah, we were scrambling back then. I don't know what we agreed to. Yeah, honestly. no, we didn't. I, I, cause, uh, yeah, I wasn't uh, willing to to take his deal. Um, I never, I never, I never did that. I'm not. I'm a good and smart man. Uh, you hear Gargoth in your mind, of course, arguing, saying that you did make a deal with him, that you would free him. And he would assist you in your quest. And the more you sort of hear him argue in your head, the more you come to realize that maybe you didn't actually ever make an official deal. You probably made some verbal promises to each other, but you don't remember ever signing anything. No, I definitely never signed anything. I would remember that. There was uh, some verbal agreement but you know nothing binding hey uh nacious yes this demon claims he can cut the chain but then i would probably have to make some sort of you know horrible pact some evil pact with him that i don't want to make i certainly do not recommend making deals with devils devils yeah devil that's what i meant you mentioned that zariel you were going to try to redeem her and while I do not know how that could be accomplished, the idea of redeeming 
a fallen angel is, of course, very honorable and noble and worth pursuit. I can assist you with that, perhaps. You had mentioned needing a distraction. Yes. Also, do you recognize Lulu? Is there any way you can help us get her memory back? Because maybe that could help us save Zeriel? I know I'm just shooting shots, but you're the most powerful creature I think that's been friendly towards us, honestly. So, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just asking what a god could do for a halfling. I am not a god, uh, but I do recall Lulu. You, he looks at Lulu, were the steed and closest confidant to Zeriel. Uh, how is it that you do not remember this? And Lulu says, well, uh, that's the unfortunate thing. I don't remember why I don't remember. <laughs> Nasha says, well, uh, that is most troubling. Uh, have the memories been returning, at least? And Lulu's like, oh, yeah. Every time we do something really important, you know, every every step we take closer and closer to Zeriel, I can feel the memories returning. And I think if I can just maybe see her up close and personal, maybe the side of my former friend will return them all. Nasha says, well, then, it seems to me like it would be a good thing to find Zeriel. But I would be careful. She is far more powerful than even me. So you would have to have some pretty good plan if you were to face her. Plan? Uh, we had, I mean, I don't think the dinosaur plan works twice. I think that's a one shot. Um, did you, uh, I forget, did you actually mention the sword of Zeriel to him yet? Yeah. Okay. I said we, Olantheus was going to help us find Zeriel's sword. Okay, so he, he says, Zeriel's sword, uh, what is the significance of it? I have been trapped uh, ever since her fall. Uh, Zeriel's sword is uh, an item that uh, uh, the significance of which is that <laughs> uh, you have what well see what it is is she had this sword when she came into hell with the hell riders and then she turned she turned evil and if you look at the cover of the of the book descent into avernus there she is and there's her sword and uh this so we're gonna this is like like a kid in a classroom trying to like you know was fucking around and he's so, crying. Um, a tale of two cities is actually about these two separate cities that are kind of one. That's the same energy. <laughs> Look, uh, I lost the I, best of times. I don't know what the significance of the sword is. All I know is that if we get the sword, we stand a better chance of uh, redeeming Zariel. I remember Cernatius is. When she lost the sword during her fall, she lost herself. Like, the sword is kind of like a... I'm sure you and your angel buddies have had some... You know, when people, like, lose part of their memory, there's, like, certain things, uh, like totems, or that can snap them back. I think her sword still has enough holy energy to draw her from the depths of evil. That's kind of what I've gathered. Mm. I don't know if the Bobby or Lulu have any inkling to help out. Glumjack is currently going through some shit, so we're just going to let my buddy rock. But he's going to, at some point, have a lot to say. But in the moment, <laughs> I believe that sword is just a way to help cut through, metaphorically speaking, um, the darkness and save her angelic soul. He uh, considers this and and says, you may be right. It could possibly contain 
what remains of the goodness that once flourished in her soul. Uh, the sword has been hidden away, I gather, and you are attempting to find it. If a artifact of such power and such goodness still remains here in Avernus, it must be very well hidden or very well protected. And, no doubt, there are others who must seek it as well, if only to destroy it. Very well, I believe your plan may have a chance of success. I will aid you. I will distract Zeriel, even though it may result in my destruction. Before I go and attempt this, is there anything you would ask of me? I do have some magical powers that may be useful to you now. It's my hand out as I look at Mr. Nacious, and I ask... If there is any power, any wisdom you can bestow upon me to help in this journey, I would humbly take it. And then I, I take a knee. Oh, no, no. First, I, I get a little tear in my eye because I'm dramatic, if nothing else. And then I pull out that old stick that we called uh, Cosmo Shillelagh. And I was like, this has been a journey that's not been without loss on our end as well. There was a great man we had a druid he died so that i and the rest of us could see another day and also because our friend's not the best driver but mostly so we could see another day and if you have any abilities or wisdom you can put into this shillelagh that i carry in remembrance it would be the greatest honor he hears you say that you have a dead friend and uh, and he says i perhaps could do you one better i could bring him to life oh we you we got a bucket full of them don't we we did have a bucket, a bucket of Kaz. We got, yeah, we have multiple buckets. We have some Titan's blood. We have a bucket of Kozlo. Some Clem. <laughs> How long has your friend been slain? Um, I'd say about a month and a half. <laughs> oh, he, uh, he sighs and another tear sort of rolls down his cheek. And he says, alas, I do not have the power to return one who has been dead for that long. The limit of my magic is but a mere 10 day, which is what they use instead of weeks. By the way, trivia, Forgotten Realms. I will gladly pray for your friend's soul. Uh, I cannot, unfortunately, bestow any magic into your shillelagh, but I could perhaps commune uh, with my god to perhaps ask questions. Uh, one of which may be whether your friend's soul is safe. To know his soul is safe. Also, what is the name of your god? I, I hate to be picky, but... He smiles and says, The benevolent and powerful Torm. You know, I, these guys said that Kozlo was really into Torm uh, right up till the end, and then they got real sad because, you, know, <laughs> you know, he died. Uh, they had... They had a, a complicated relationship, uh, Kozlo and Torm, but, you know, it would be good to know uh, what's happening with Kozlo right now and his soul. <laughs> okay. He, Since uh, you have a direct line to Torm. I do. Direct line to Torm would have been... And then Race walks off. <laughs> <laughs> I can ask Torm three questions. These must be questions that will be able to be answered with a single word. And Torm will grant me the correct answers. So. I got one. When we get Zariel's sword, is the best course of action to strike her with her sword? Okay. The questions have to be asked uh, one right after the other. So 
That can be the first oh. question. Okay. Think of two more. Is Kozlo at peace? Okay. And then our third question can be more, you know, goal-oriented if we want. We got the sword question. We got the Kozlo question. What would be the third question? Object would know, but he's uh, in a trance. Yeah, he's, he's really <laughs> locked in. Right now, he's harnessing all of his past battles for the final fight. Um, the current plan that um, we're enacting, do all of us make it out alive? Well, that is a question that no one can answer. That, that depends on your choices. It depends on too many variables. These questions cannot be used to tell the future. They can only be used to tell what is currently happening or what has happened. If that makes sense. It does. Okay. Fellas, you, you want to toss in some suggestions? I want everybody to come home. That's the main gist of my, my jizz. No one says that. That's not a thing, a thing people say. <laughs> How about this? How about this, guys? If we don't save wait, Zeriel... Wait, wait, I got it. I got it. Oh, yeah, Is yeah. it still possible to save Zeriel? That's what we got to ask. Because that's the question that's been hot on everybody's minds. Is it possible to save Zariel? That's a yes or no question. I should have used my question for a B-Trump property rental assistance. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we got a uh, five entertainment says when you get a break of the story, shot incoming check PayPal. Shot for Jason. Hey, turn it up, Jason. To the most convoluted path to home ownership in the history of the universe. Probably could have just gotten a job <laughs> at Fantasy Costco and saved enough money to pay for the mansion in cash by now. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Not with how fantasy capitalism is paying 12 shillings an hour? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, and plus tips. <laughs> uh, but you're going to get taxed on those, unfortunately. Look, we have, a, we have an 85% tax here in Avernus. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest income brackets are taxed the highest. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In, you know, in this world, uh, it, it's a lot harder to, you know, use capitalism to your advantage. It's much better to go do uh, a mission in hell and do then, crimes? yeah, and then just to like come back and own a, yeah. a mansion, you know? And that dude is still alive, right? Didn't we like save him from some zombies or something? Who? <laughs> Thank awesome. you very much, Five Entertainment. Nick, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Now we need uh, Globjag's input for this. Yeah. So I'm going to attempt to get him on the line. Yeah. This is I got important. a direct line to Globjag. Hey, Globjag, this is DeBobby. We we got this angel here, and we don't... We need a third question. We need your help. Help! Globjag! <laughs> I know the third question should be, how do we get Globjag's fucking microphone to work, right? It uh -oh. has to be a yes or no question. Uh, Will yeah, we? Yeah, Will we yeah. get Globjag's... <laughs> His one word group. answer would just be nope. <laughs> As the sun sets, the red-bellied fire gecko emerges from his home within a decaying log. He's a big, bold fellow, weighing no less than five kilos, and nearly a meter from snout to tail. There are many varieties of gecko here in the moist lands of Crow Island, and the red-bellied fire gecko is the king. This one has spotted a feral dog. This dog may be larger than the gecko and toothier, but that's where the gecko's secret weapon comes in. Using his camouflage, he creeps closer to his prey and, from nearly 30 feet away, 
he launches a bolt of flame at his quarry. A fatal hit. One of the questions was going to be, when we find Zeriel's sword and bring it to her, is the proper thing to do, hit her with it, roughly. Second question was going to be, is Koslo happy and safe wherever his soul is? And the third question was going to be, something about your house, maybe? It, no, no, is Zeriel <laughs> savable? Is there is Zeriel yeah. able to be redeemed? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You want those three questions? Yeah, I want them three questions. Let's do it. All right. You are all still floating up in the air high above El Terrell. So he sort oh. of like kneels in midair uh, and begins to pray. And you don't hear him say anything. Uh, you just can hear him sort of focus. And after about a minute of uh, thoughtful prayer and contemplation, he opens his eyes again and looks at you and says, Your friend's soul, unfortunately is unable to be seen by Torm. Now, this does not mean that necessarily it is destroyed, but Koslo's soul is in jeopardy. That was the bad news. <laughs> the good news is Torm says Zeriel is still able to be redeemed, but you shouldn't hit her with her sword. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's good news. We probably would have done that right off the bat. Try to stab her. Look, guys, I don't know anything about this Koslo guy, but uh, that seems kind of shitty. Yeah, his uh, soul being threatened and, and in trouble is is not good. He was, he was the best of us, frankly. Like, it's in the mouths of evil, as the group does. You can tell in his eyes. He didn't always want to piss, but he did because he's a, he's a team player. Natius, what does somebody have to do? to save a soul like that guy, Koslo. Your friend died here in Avernus, correct? Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, souls that die in Avernus have a much higher likelihood of not being able to make it to their proper plane. Perhaps his soul was captured by a devil or demon on this plane. His soul perhaps is trapped in a soul coin or far worse, his soul has been turned into some sort of devil itself. Oh. <laughs> you will well, need... that's horrible. Damn. You will need powerful divination magic to figure out where his soul is. This seems like a quest in and of itself. The finding and saving of Koslo's soul. Almost like it could be another campaign entirely. We were just curious. Just asking questions wasn't actually <laughs> going to do anything about it. <laughs> your phone uh, Kozlo, it's me to bobby it's glubjack uh i mean glubjack sorry uh, we, i was distracted because we were talking about Kozlo. oh we've got news for you about Kozlo's soul glubjack you're gonna shit your pants what Kozlo's soul is in jeopardy he's might he might be being turned into a demon that can't happen i know i know it sounds like we might have to have a mini adventure sometime and take care of it but anyway uh we got some information from uh torm Oh, the the God Torm. Yeah, the God Torm helped us out for the first time ever. Wow. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, um, I got to get back to the adventure, so I'm going to hand you over to Aaron. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's me, Brad. What's going on? I can't. I can't get anything to work. I've been trying diagnostic really after weird. diagnostic. Um, do you my, just want to like will not work at all? Do you just want to drive over here and sit next to me? I uh, I don't know, dude. I'm 
if you exhausted. if you come over here though you can just sit next to me you don't have to do anything yeah yep uh okay I have, my I have dog snacks. is whining too i gotta i gotta take bring, my dog bring your dog before i come over <laughs> okay okay all right all right bye bye ranger ron says gonna be a fun podcast episode this one <laughs> Yeah. There's already been some big moments. We found out Cosmo's in the thick of it. We we, we released Noxious Nosh that guy and Nacious. The good news yeah. the good news, you guys, is that this whole campaign has just been a test run mm-hmm. for the next campaign in which we'll have all of our issues worked out and then it's gonna be a flawless victory. Technology only gets that easier is to use, they say. Actually why we got all this new technology is because we're trying to make improvements. And whenever you try to make improvements there's always uh, you know, it's going to be like Star Trek: The Next Generation. The first season, borderline unwatchable. Everything yep. after mm. that, amazing. And it's because they worked through mm. all their problems in that first season. So, at the end of this season of Rated RPG, we're going to fire Tasha Yar, and uh, we're going uh, to what? The f- that was <laughs> you weird. Just had a weird cutout. Yeah. I know, but like I could hear myself too. It was really strange. Yeah. There must be awesome. a, is there a meteor coming for our planet? Guys, we heard something out of Brad's microphone. Now, he hasn't given up. He's still trying to sort uh, this out. He's Brad, a fighter. We, Brad, we heard can something. Can I assist him? Brad. I want to assist. Give him advantage on this check. <laughs> Do it, please. Give him inspiration, something. Brad, I'm giving you inspiration to to fix this. Yeah, I'm going to give you a bardic inspiration, too, for a fail save. Why not? All of, all of our things. Unfortunately, Brad is clearly not proficient in... Uh, whatever skill this is that it takes to get his microphone working. Yeah, an engineering check. Yeah, engineering. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, he's uh, he's still working on everybody, so uh, it's cool. We're gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll with it. <clears throat> okay. So, you guys have received the answers uh, from Torm from the Planetar, and he says, "I, in addition, can cast a few other spells." that you may find useful. Uh, I can dispel evil and good. So if there are any things that you need dispelled, if there's any healing I can give you, I can do that. If not, I would be on my way. Um, I, I think we're, we're good for the moment. Lulu, can you think of anything knowing what this planetar can do? Well, um, you could maybe try dispelling whatever it is that is messing with my memories. The uh, planetar says, I will try. And uh, he... Floats over to Lulu, flapping his mighty wings. He uh, touches her with a hand, and uh, his eyes begin to glow with a holy radiance, and so does his hand. And you guys are almost blinded again by the 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 light pouring forth from his body. And it washes over Lulu, and she's like, I, I remember! I remember! Uh... N- nothing. I don't remember anything. I was, <laughs> oh, damn it. I was trying to manifest it, you know, but. <laughs> uh, and he says, ah, a pity, but uh, I believe you will find your memories again, Lulu. Find Zeriel, bring her her sword, and you may find her redeemed as well as yourselves. Fare thee well, then, uh, adventurer. If, if you survive this distraction, can you, uh, do we have a way to contact you so we can, like, get some help lifting the city back up? I will every day make sure to arrive here, back at El Terrell. I know there's no way to really track time down here, but I will do my best to remain in this area. So you should be able to see me flying around in the sky 
probably getting my ass kicked by Zeriel. <laughs> but I'm going to do what I can to survive. Okay. okay. All right, we'll keep an eye out for you. <clears throat> and we're going to try to, you know, get this going quick so we can redeem Zeriel. And, and hopefully you won't, uh, you know, we don't want you to get uh, too beat up or nothing. Perfect. Thank you. Every day that goes by is more chances that I will be defeated. As Ariel will no longer be distracted. All right. Oh, geez, look at the time. Guys, we got to go. All uh, right. We're out of here. See you later, Nacious. Make haste, adventurers. He looks over at uh, towards a direction. Let's say northeast. And uh, you guys can see, actually, that a rolling sort of black thundercloud is uh, coming towards you. Very oh, far off in the distance. Zariel's uh, rolling coal coming at us <laughs> in her truck nut truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says she is coming quickly be gone and he flies off towards the thundercloud sword in hand let's go talk to Olanthius. you guys fly on down uh to the ground and be and uh, get inside of your infernal war machines and pop in some more soul coins so that yeah, they fresh can soul coins exactly. oh, no hello hello <gasps> hello brad oh my god there's brad <laughs> this is hell. Hell is just messing with us. Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys. Maybe we should catch Brad up. Okay. So here's what happened. We freed this guy. He's a planetar and his name is Natius. Yes. And Natius was like, oh, hey, you guys seem pretty cool. Uh, what's going on? And we told him what we're planning on doing. We're planning on getting Zariel's sword and uh, Olanthius is going to help us. And he's like, Olanthius, is he still alive? And I was like, yeah, he's still alive. And he's like, you're lying to me. He's undead. And I'm like, that's a technicality. And then uh, he looked at Dababi's <laughs> shield and was like, that's evil. And then Dababi was like, but, 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 but I can explain. And uh, I'm paraphrasing all of it. But I in held the it end, up to him. I didn't yeah. just like let him find me out. No, he 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 explained that the shield is a means to an end, and Natius was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And then right. he said, I am in contact with my God, and my God can answer three questions. They have to be yes or no questions. And we were like, Who's your God? And he's like, Torm. And we were all like, Fuck Torm forever. <laughs> And, but still, he told us that Koslo's soul is in jeopardy. We asked about Koslo. Was Koslo at peace? And he's like, no, Koslo's soul is in jeopardy because he died down here in hell. He might be in a soul coin, or maybe he's been turned into something nasty. Anyway, we might find out. I don't know. And then um, he, we asked him if we're supposed to stab Zariel with her sword, and he said no. <laughs> and we asked, uh, what was the other question? If Zero could be redeemed. If Zeriel could be redeemed, and the answer was yes. And we already made a, um, a tenacious pun and a pugnacious pun. And um, Jason referenced tenacious D and got um, uh, inspiration point, despite the fact that my pun was better. So Jason gave me uh, the inspiration point. Yeah. Wait, what's this planetar's name? <laughs> Nacious. Got it. All right. So you can think of any other puns, uh, you're free to use them. But I just updated you on which puns are, have been. Also, he's, he's gone. Yeah, he's he went gone to go now. fight Zeriel. Yeah, he's trying to distract Zeriel. And he said, get get booking, boys, because you got no time. He said he could lift the city of Elturel back up into, into the material plane if we could figure yeah. out how to break the chains. He, oh. And I told him that the oh, devil uh, in my shield could do it, but he was like, no, no. He also said, I also got to let my dog out to pee quick. Oh, okay. Never see him right. again. <laughs> Goodbye, Brad. <laughs> all right. Well, he got all his stuff working, but now Brad has to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first 
full of entertainment. Leave him wanting more, man. He's <laughs> All right. Well, you guys use uh, more soul coins to f- fuel your engines. And uh, when the soul coins scream and moan in agony, do any of them sound like Coslo? Put that evil on him. You're definitely thinking that every time you load one in now, but it's hard oh, to tell. No, is Coslo a soul coin? I don't want to burn my boy. You know, he's st- he'd still be a part of the adventure that way, and he already got burned once. We might as well burn him again. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that. That's, that's the shield talking, damn it. I know. <laughs> You know that when a soul coin is used to fuel one of these things, the soul is permanently destroyed to the point where it would take divine intervention to bring the soul back. They would have to create a new soul for Coslo. And that wouldn't be Coslo at that point, right? What? What? When? When is the soul not the person we remember? Yeah. Well, yeah. we're getting too existential, I guess, on this episode, but yeah. Yeah, but my question is, what kind of mileage are we going to get off Cosmos? <laughs> well, he's a druid. He's a druid, so probably like 45 miles to the game. Yeah, really eco-friendly. Really you that's won't be able to go that's very fast, good. though. No, that's true, yeah. We'll Not probably much get... like towing capacity either, you know. We, we risk getting killed in a firestorm, for sure. So you tear across the plains, heading towards uh, the Crypt of the Hell Riders, where Alanthius is patiently waiting for you. When you arrive there, you quickly go down into the tomb um, and open the door, and uh, Alanthius is waiting just silently and still. Uh, Alanthius, we update Alanthius right quick. Okay. We give him all the goods. Perfect. Uh, he says, then we must make haste. Quick, follow me. And he manifests a shadowy steed just out of nothing and hops on its back and just begins to ride as fast as your motorcycle to Bobby. Cool. He's just tearing across the uh, fields here. And you guys follow Olanthius. He has to slow down a little bit just so that the the guys in the slower vehicle can can, uh, catch up with him. Sheesh, hauling ass. Yeah. Can you do a wheelie like this? <laughs> make a check. Make a uh, dexterity check. Yeah, you can do a stunt. Stunt check. Stunt. This is how we lose the body to a oh, terrible dexterity accident. check. I'm the best at this. Stunt. 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 There we go. Big Ro- stunt. Roll the three. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If you die, you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make a uh, dexterity saving throw to recover from this uh right okay well you just did you just rolled a dexterity save you gotta that should have been a dex check right all right there's my dex check (laughs) no that's your dex that's a dexterity save Uh, no no it's coming up it's coming up okay there's my dexterity (laughs) that's my actual dexterity what is happening all right. Okay, well, that was my that dexterity uh, attempt to do a wheelie. All right. I had pressed. I pressed the wrong thing. All right, Aaron. The die you rolled. The first die you rolled was a three, right? Yeah. Well. So you got a total of a seven uh, because you used the bike's dexterity. So three plus four is seven. That is a failed stunt. But luckily, you didn't fail it by five or more, so you don't wipe out. Instead, you try to do a wheelie, and you get the wheel about, like, seven inches off the ground when suddenly you almost lose control, 
and you slam the wheel down on the ground again and begin wibbly wobblying back and forth like some sort of loser and you go ah, 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 and everybody starts laughing <laughs> hey what a loser Hey, look at this. <laughs> oh, my God. I was trying to do a wheelie. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm not as cool as I thought. I can't hear him over the sound of my laughing at him. <laughs> All right, it wasn't that funny, you guys. Shut up. I floor it and try to burn the rest of Kozlo's soul up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I need somebody to roll a D6 for me, please. I got you. I'm feeling lucky. Oh, wait. No glove check. Go ahead. You haven't rolled all day. Yeah, I was going to say. Jason Peters, too. He said, fuck you, guys. Wow. <laughs> You're taking too long. Well, you guys, you guys don't know what this is for, so I'll let you choose. Do you want to take this four, or do you want to let Glovejig roll it? Let Glovejig well, roll it. All right. All right. All right. After six days of... Traveling. Oh, six is bad. <laughs> is that, are you serious? Yeah. You guys are starting to run low on soul coins. Uh, you start to believe that perhaps you won't really be able to make it much uh, all the way back from this journey. At least not uh, without going on foot. I mean, I could get to like Argentina from here in six days on a car. <laughs> Yeah, you, you begin to wonder, actually, by day four, if Alantheus actually knows where he's taking you. Um, and by the sixth day, you're seriously considering, maybe this bitch lied to us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, all like, he's all like, no, no, it's just up ahead. It's just beyond this next ridge. <laughs> We passed the same ridge twice now. Where are we going? <laughs> but uh, Lulu calmly, calmly reminds you, well, boys, he did say that this place is hard to find. You know, maybe this is why it's, uh, you know, taken so long for anyone to find it. Uh, but out on the uh, end of the sixth day, you guys see something very disturbing off in the distance. A great disgusting scab is really the best way you can describe it. The size of a large hill rises up from a stinking swamp of blood. The domed top of an alabaster temple pokes through the scab. Many black iron chains of Avernus converge on the building, attaching within their grotesque mound. Olanthius uh, sort of raises his fist in the air, uh, which you guys have come to, to know means we should come to a stop. You slow down and eventually stop. He dismounts his uh, spectral steed, which disappears the moment his uh, feet touch the ground. Uh, and he says to you, we are here. It is the scab. This is where you will find the sword of Zeriel. It is buried somewhere inside the temple that is slowly being consumed by Avernus. And that is episode 84 of Rated RPG Descent into Avernus as we creep ever closer to the end of this adventure and the start of our new one. Hey, in the meantime, we hope to hang out with you on November 4th. That is our next Rated RPG live stream. But as always, thank you on behalf of everyone around Ye Old Gaming Table for enjoying Rated RPG.